Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Woohoo! And welcome to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network Weekend Fantasy Update. I'm Joe Galena, and I'm joined, as always, by my friend, you know him as the Fantasy Taz. He's a Tasmaniac. He's got lots of Tasmaniacs that follow him as well. Jim Day. Jim Day, how's it going, Jim? Hey, it's going well, Joe. It's going well. Uh, Week 10 already. We're breaking it out and got a lot of great things to talk about this week. Absolutely. Uh, uh, week 10 got off to an explosive start uh, Thursday night uh, with the Steelers uh, shellacking the Panthers 52-21. to 21. Uh, yeah, Big Ben, five touchdowns, entered uh, the week as uh, week 10. Uh, uh, entered week 10, I'm sorry, as a QB2. So he's having some kind of a season, huh? Yeah, he's playing uh, playing pretty well, especially uh, of late. Really starting to come on, and you know, even. <laughs> I'm sorry, we got to go. <laughs> well, yeah, he's, he's playing very well. You can't really say anything about that. But doing exactly what you need from him, so uh, can't ask for anything better than the perfect quarterback rating. Yeah, and uh, as uh, producer Sean Angle. The fantasy prince. Uh, <laughs> he put the uh, he dropped the basically the Steelers dropped the bomb on on the Panthers this week, right? That <laughs> uh, they absolutely. Yeah. I mean, this was a beat down from start to finish, and yeah, yeah. You know, the funny part about it is, my wife has one fantasy team, and on that team she has Christian McCaffrey and Juju Smith Schuster. That game <laughs> couldn't have gotten off to a better start for her. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Christian McCaffrey scoring. All three touchdowns uh, for the Panthers. Uh, one rushing, two receiving, and uh, Steelers now six, two, and one. Uh, where, where do you see them in terms of, uh, you know, I guess power rankings in the AFC at this stage? Oh, I, I think they got to be, you know, a top five team. Easy. They're they're playing very good football right now. Defense is starting to come on. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, they're, they're playing some good football right now. The offense is clicking. <laughs> right. <and> really. <laughs> you okay? <laughs> Somebody tickling you there, Jim? Uh. Are you okay, Jim? <laughs> yeah. Well, well I, I don't want to speak over the juju. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, great play by Juju. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm getting some kind of interference here. I'm not sure what I'm hearing. Yeah, I wasn't sure what happened there, but you know, great game overall by Pittsburgh. They're playing great football right now, and they, right. they have to be in the mix, have to be in the discussion. All right, uh, Panthers now 6-3. and three. How much should we read into this loss? I mean, I... Uh, you know, I had liked them as, you know, not to go too far into the place, but I liked them to, to really contend, you know, in the NFC. I mean, uh, you know, how much should we read into this loss here? I mean, were they exposed? Well, the defense definitely showed some some uh, rips in there. They definitely got out-thought, out-coached this week. But, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes it's just a one-game one, one game aberration. Coach comes in with just the right game plan while the other one doesn't. And we've seen this before. And, you know, like we have just talking about, Pittsburgh is playing very well right now. Uh, Carolina, you know, I, I wouldn't take much from this from Carolina. It gives them some things to work on, which is never a bad thing at this time of year. 
Absolutely, absolutely. So we're looking at the NFC. I mean, tier one teams. What Rams eight and one, Saints uh, seven and one. Rams took their first loss last week, but uh, and then, then you know, right under them, you have the Eagles who are four and four. Yeah, the Vikings five three and one, Falcons four and four, Seattle four and four, Green Bay three four and one. These teams I just mentioned, you know, if they, I feel if they get hot, you got to watch out for them. No. Well, that could be said for any team. Uh, you know, I keep bringing this up. The last two times the Giants won the Super Bowl, they weren't anything special during the season. They they just got hot at the right time going into the playoffs and into the Super Bowl. That's all it needs. Now, all you have to do is get to the playoffs, then get hot. So it really yeah. doesn't matter. Any any one of these teams still have a shot. Even Green Bay at 3-4-1 still has a shot if they come out of this weekend with a win. 4-4-1, yeah. they're still looking good in that division. So, you know, there's so many teams that are still into it. Right now, you know, Rams playing great. Just put a beat down on the Rams, which, you know, definitely – puts a little kink in their armor. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm not going to hold anything against, like you said, the Eagles. They did it last year. They got Wentz back playing. Now they, they got Tate as another weapon. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they go. I, I'm still surprised they didn't add a running back, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess they're going to run with Smallwood or Josh Adams. So we're going to have to see how that works out. But, you know, th- there's definitely a lot of teams in this conference. This conference is definitely up for grabs, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, and you mentioned Josh Adams. Yeah, he's a guy that uh, has been bantered about and uh, moving off of waiver wires. But each, I mean, I agree with you that at any time, you know, any team could get hot and and make a run for it. And you brought up the Giants, which is a good point. But each of those teams I mentioned, each have you know one or two special players. Like you know, obviously the Packers have Aaron Rodgers, and uh, it, you know the. Seahawks have uh, you know Russell Wilson, who's who hasn't played as great as, as in previous years, and and look at Matty Ryan, he's having a, like you know an MVP type year, and the, and the Vikings with uh, Thiel and and maybe with Dalvin Cook healthy the rest of the year. So and the Eagles, of course, with uh, Carson Wentz and the decent defense, pretty good defense, uh, hasn't played that well, but had the potential for a good defense. But uh, all these teams, I think, have a have a potential to really get hot. But you're right, at any time, uh, you know. <laughs> Any team could go on a run. Uh, to me, the, we- the, the the weakest one that that has the best record in the NFC is the team from Washington, a five and three. The, to me, they're the softest five and three in football. <laughs> well, they were playing good to start the season. Defense was definitely playing well, but they yes. are trending downward very quickly of late, yeah. uh, getting picked apart. And mm-hmm. you know, it, it, one of the things I, I like to look at is I like to see what they what their ranking is all season. But then I like to look at the last five weeks and what we see in the last five weeks in this game, Washington against Tampa Bay, Washington on the season is 25th against opposing quarterbacks. Tampa Bay is 32nd over the last five weeks. Those roles are reversed. Washington is now 32nd. Tampa Bay is down to 27th. So just goes to show that things can change. Washington's defense across the board is, is taking a bit of a hit right now. And Tampa Bay, we know is going to go out there and throw the ball a ton. Yep, 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 yep. Um, so, yeah, so that's going to be it. We'll talk, we'll break down uh, as many games as we can get to t- this week, but that's going to be an interesting one, too, because Redskins have a lot of injuries to their offensive line, and, and that's going to be uh, interesting to uh, see if uh, Fitzpatrick continue to uh, get things done uh, fantasy-wise. But uh, just sticking with the, with the Steelers, I, I feel we should just – brush upon what's been going on with them obviously and what could potentially go on with them uh tuesday four o'clock deadline uh levion bell <laughs> you know, supposedly he's been seen in pittsburgh right he's playing some basketball and whatnot <laughs> you know it, it, one of my favorite movies is uh, you know one that really didn't get a lot of major accolades but you know i always liked it and that's conspiracy theory Julie Roberts and, you know, <laughs> just a great movie. Uh-huh. Uh, I really liked it uh, with Mel in there. And what I'm thinking here is doesn't this set up as kind of a perfect, you know, storyline for the NFL, Rook, you know, the young running back who's been running outrageous all year and Bell maybe coming back on Tuesday. All of a sudden the rookie is hurt and mm-hmm. opens the door for Bell. Man, th- th- the headlines can't write themselves quick <laughs> enough for yeah. the NFL. Does this not seem a little yeah, conceived <laughs> to you? Interesting. Uh, you know, I didn't think of it, but yeah, you have a very good point. Uh, you talk about uh, James Conner being in the concussion protocol. Is it more serious than that? No, no, the concussion <laughs> It just seems that the... Uh, 
<laughs> you know, the timing, you know, right. I, I just couldn't be better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a fair point. Uh, you know, I, I believe in conspiracy theories. I mean, uh, do you think that Lee Harvey Oswald uh, actually assassinated JFK? No, absolutely not. Oh, okay. Do you think he had anything to do with it, had had help, or you think he was a patsy for oh, the he government? He was absolutely a patsy. He was set up by the government. Mm, okay. All right. There you go. You've heard it here. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me. You know, you see that JFK movie with the magic bullet and uh, what it needed to do to actually, you know, strike its victim. So, eh, got a good point there. But what Nothing about this? surprises me. <laughs> so let me ask you, Le'Veon Bell, right, spotted in Pittsburgh playing basketball. What do you think that this uh, – do you think that this Des Bryant news, you know, Des Bryant, of course, signs with the Saints and two days later uh, rips his Achilles. Uh, do you think that maybe Bell is like, holy cow. <laughs> you, know, you know, this guy, uh, he sat out all this time. I'm sitting out all this time. Maybe I should just sit out the rest of, uh, you know, uh, of the season. I mean, basically, he's got to report to the Steelers and sign his franchise tender by 4 o'clock on Tuesday, or he can't play at all this season. Um, yeah, he's given up a lot of money already. He's lost uh, $8.5 bucks already in guaranteed salary. But do you think, how do you think, do you think that affected him at all? <laughs> the, the news well, about Des Bryant? Thing, absolutely. I, mm-hmm. Look, it, it's, he's not the first one either. We've seen a couple guys go down this year like that. And, uh, you know, he's feeling the same thing. He, why should he go out there and play now without getting the big contract? It doesn't make sense to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, he's, he would have been on the field already to right. give up $8.5 million. He's ready to prove that point. And so why would he get on the field now? Mm-hmm. Um, if they're not going to pay, look, it, it's up to them. If they don't want to pay him, you know, give him a big contract now, then screw it. Why am I going to get on the field? Yeah, yeah. And with the Steelers, I mean, we talked about them as, you know, really coming into their own, have won five straight games. I mean, James Conner, uh, obviously, uh, for fantasy, we're concerned in terms of him being in the concussion protocol. But if, when you look at what this guy has done, I mean, uh, 11 total TDs in 10 games, uh, 771 rushing yards so far, 39 receptions. I mean, you know, Earlier in the season, there seemed to be some kind of a, a disconnect, you know, a, a line drawn in that Pittsburgh locker room where, you know, some people in that locker room were upset at Bell. So, you know, it's almost like, hey, if Bell does show up at this point, it might rock the boat. Oh, yeah, it, it almost has to. There's, you know, like you said, there's people in there in that locker room that are definitely pissed off at him, and mm-hmm. uh, they were very happy. And go back to that first game when Connor scored that first touchdown. Those offensive linemen were jumping for joy. I, I mean, right, when was right. the last time you saw offensive linemen going that crazy over a score? They mm-hmm. like this kid. The kid is playing hard for him. He's actually had a better head start to a season than Le'Veon Bell has had in his career, mm-hmm. fantasy-wise and NFL-wise. So, you know, he's playing very good. Maybe he's not the pure talent that Le'Veon Bell is, but mm-hmm. he's doing exactly what they need him to do in their game plans, and he's doing it very well. So, yep. you know, at this point, what does it do not only to the team, but what does it do to this young kid's psyche, knowing that he's going to be their starter next year? What does it do to his psyche now if all of a sudden Bell comes in and starts taking over the lead role? Right. That's just a, got a very good point. Um, so, What's your uh, gut feeling? Do you think that uh, Bell comes in? Does he sign? I mean, are you a risk taker? I mean, do you th- do you, do you, would you trade for him in season-long fantasy leagues? I mean, is he a villain or is he just doing what's best for him? <laughs> well, he's doing what's best, what he thinks is best for him, and I can't speak to that because you know I don't know all the details everywhere. That he's doing what he thinks he has to do, and that's on him. But at this point, from what we've learn this week is that he can sign and still not play a game and still be eligible to go uh, be free agent next year or maybe on a transition tag that gives uh, Pittsburgh the the right to match anything but he doesn't have to play a game for the rest mm-hmm. of the season for any of that to matter right right so um but but it, do you think he will or not I'm betting he doesn't I, okay. I'm betting he doesn't I, I've been saying that all week I, I don't think he plays a game this year uh, mm-hmm. You know, but we've seen weirder things happen. And you know what? If you can get Bell right now for a guy that's, you know, a, a good backup guy, but on your bench, hasn't seen your starting lineup in, in weeks, but he's a good player, then mm-hmm. do it. What the heck? What do you got to lose? I, I, 
I've been wrong before. I could be wrong again. Uh, and Bell could be on the field, especially if this concussion for Connor is worse than, you know, than we know at this point. Luckily, he has 10 days to get right be- because of the, the Thursday night game. Yep. But yep. we don't know at this point how bad it is or, you know, what grade of a concussion it is. At least I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen you've been wrong. I mean, I, I remember maybe one time back in 1989, I think you were wrong. But since then, you, you've been pretty good. <laughs> well, you know, there you go, Sean. Sean Sean's good today. Sean's on, on fire. Uh, so, Sean's been having a hell of a day from what I hear. <laughs> yeah, he's the man. And we've got a live audience. Yes, this is live radio, uh, people. So uh, yeah, later on, uh, like we do usually in the shows, uh, uh, probably the start of the 3 o'clock hour, we'll have uh, you uh, have the opportunity to give us a call at 844-843-6879 if you have any lineup questions uh, that you'd like answered. How's, how's the fantasy uh, year been treating you so far there, Jim, overall? Uh, doing pretty well, you know. I'd have to say about a seventy thirty rate at this point. You know, that seventy good teams, thirty not so good. Not so bad overall. Anyone that you particularly love or hate so far this year? I know sometimes every once in a while I see you tweeting out that a player or two are, are dead to you. Yeah, well, those are the like actual those. players um, yeah, that, that get to me. Not so much the, the fantasy ramifications, just the guys that I think should be doing a lot more and just not doing it. Uh, mm. Definitely usually Mike Williams. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he's hurt me as well. Well, when we come back, uh, we'll break down some of the teams uh, that are on a bye. You have four and what to expect for them going forward. Then we're going to start breaking down each and every game that we can get to in the time allotted. And we're going to help you set your fantasy lineups listening to Weekend Fantasy Update. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We're reeling in the years. That's right. Joe Galina, the Fantasy Taz Jim Day. Producer extraordinaire, the Fantasy Prince, Sean Engel. Pushing all the right buttons, keeping us flying straight. And if you enjoy playing daily fantasy sports but are sick of dealing with professionals using algorithms to select hundreds of lineups and entries, try the Props Builder tool at mybookie.ag. Forget having to create multiple lineups, ditch the hassle of dealing with late scratches, and avoid experts winning 90% of the money. Invest in the players that you want without salary caps. And if you sign up for a new account using the promo code FNTSY, you can receive a 50% deposit bonus. No more dealing with late lineup scratches. No experts to compete against. Just you and the prop that you choose. Go to mybookie.ag, enter promo code FNTSY upon sign-up, and choose your matchups using the Props Builder tool. That's mybookie.ag, and the promo code is FNTSY. So, Jim, uh... We have four teams on a bye this week. I always like to just kind of like do a little recap and maybe take a look forward to the teams that are on a bye uh, as to what we could expect. But you're looking forward as well. We, we were talking uh, uh, during the commercial. You're looking for how many teams are you playing again? Uh, how many leagues? I'm sorry. <laughs> 173. That's all? Yeah. That's <laughs> so you, you, you try to set yourself up for, you know, a, a playoff 
rush uh, run, right? I mean, usually the uh, playoffs are, what is it, 14, 15, and 16, weeks 14, 15, and 16. There are some leagues that do have their championship in week 17. I don't recommend playing that way, but, uh, you know, you could always have a, one of your star players sitting out, like maybe, you know, if the Rams clinch, maybe they might not uh, play Todd Gurley week 17. Or at least not the whole game. So yeah, I'm with you. I don't like uh, week 17. <laughs> the only the only time I, you know I don't really worry about it is if it's a best ball or a, a total score league where mm-hmm. it's just going to take you top total points every week and yes. you don't have yeah, to worry yeah. about it. Um, but yes. other than that, yeah, for, in a season long set your lineup type of league, I, I prefer to end in week 16. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, you're you're setting yourself up. Uh, any. Uh, Nuggets that maybe you could share anybody uh, any anybody that you you found out that has really good uh, rest of season season uh, potential or you want to hold off as we uh, head towards the end of the season. No, no, you, you can start looking at it now. It's always important to try and stay ahead. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. it, there's there's teams out there that have very good strength of schedule. You know, going forward, uh, there's teams out there that have bad. You have to take a look at all of that right now. Now's when it com- becomes important because strength of schedule is based on what they've done this year as opposed to what they did last year at the beginning of the season, which to me is useless. Uh, but right now, <laughs> I mean, you got teams like Baltimore who are looking at great schedules going forward. Oh, uh, yes. Kansas City, uh, Tampa Bay, Chargers. So, you know, all of a sudden – the news pops up with Joe Flacco in his hip and he may miss yes. some time and everybody's yes. running to the waiver wires to get Lamar Jackson. But, mm-hmm. you know, don't be surprised if it's Robert Griffin that they turn to. Yeah. He's yeah. the more yeah. seasoned veteran. Look, I, I've been saying, look, Lamar Jackson is going to be a big play quarterback at some point, but he has a lot of flaws to his game right now. Um, mm-hmm. That's why he was drafted where he was drafted. That's why, you know, coming in, there was a lot of doubt about him being an NFL quarterback. Talent, you know, and athleticism through the roof, but he just needs to get some points down that he doesn't Mm -hmm. have yet. So don't be surprised if it's Robert Griffin that comes in there and makes it. But to that point, you know, guys like John Brown and Michael Crabtree definitely get an uptick going up against these defenses moving forward. So, you know, these are the kinds of things I want to look at. Uh, You know, another one is Denver's offense. They get games against San Francisco, Cleveland, and Oakland coming up. Uh, nice, nice little schedule there. Things wa- I want to look at. So I'm looking at guys trying to make offers out there for Philip Lindsay. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I might even go out and see if I can get Royce Freeman for nothing, just in case. Right. You know, definitely things that people should be looking at. This, this is the time right now to be doing that. Most leagues, you know, trades stop week 12. So you got mm-hmm. between now and week 12 to start getting these guys on your team. So, you know, don't wait any longer than this. Now is the time to go out there and really start pushing heavy to form your solid team going into the playoffs. Absolutely. And you mentioned Royce Freeman. He might, you said get him for nothing. He might be on some uh, waiver wires, uh, you know, uh, based on, uh, you know, Philip oh, Lindsay I'm sure he is. And, I, I totally know, agree. I'm, he's I'm been playing, sure he and Freeman has been uh, hurt with that. Uh, with, I think it's a high ankle sprain. But uh, yeah, so let's uh, break down some of these teams that are on a, on a bye. Uh, Vikings, uh, five, three, and one, and you know, coming into the season, that they were a team that I kind of looked at, uh, you know, as like a. Uh, potential Super Bowl contender, but they've had their issues. <laughs> you know, remember, of course, the, the famous week when they uh, got uh, destroyed by the Buffalo Bills, right? I mean, that, that one really Everybody stung. Everybody saw that one coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, Kirk Cousins, on a personal note, has been a QB 10 overall. But, uh, I mean, he's been a little too inconsistent for, for my liking, to tell you the truth. Last week gave me uh, eight uh, fantasy points. Uh, he's failed to crack 20 fantasy points. Uh, that's per CBS Sports in, in four of his last nine games. And it's kind of odd because he's got, you know, arguably one of the top three uh, receivers to throw the ball in, in uh, Adam Thielen. And even Diggs has no, been a little banged up too. You know, it, it, right. Diggs is out. That definitely hurts. Mm-hmm. Uh, he mm-hmm. hasn't been using, you know, Kyle Rudolph as much as we'd like to see him look. It's not going to get any better for Cousins going forward because if Cook, Dalvin Cook is back and healthy and he looked pretty good last week uh, in the limited time he had, you know, ripped off that nice long run. Love to see that. Uh, you know, coming off the bye next week, if he's really, truly, fully healthy, then it's going to go back to them running a lot and Cousins not having to throw a ton, which is what they really want in Minnesota anyway. 
so, you know, it's going to be hard. He, he may get more efficient without having to throw as much. May work to his advantage with all those playmakers, especially if Diggs gets back on the field. But it, it might be a little worse. He, he's got a, a tough uh, tough schedule ahead. Uh, well, mm-hmm. on and off, actually. He's got the Bears, Packers, Patriots, Seahawks, and the Dolphins. But that Seahawks mm-hmm. in Week 14 could be tough. Yes, he could. Um, and you mentioned Kyle Rudolph, man. What, what happened to this guy? I mean, six straight games with no touchdowns. Uh, in his last three, I think he was like one for 16, four f- catches for 39 yards, and, and two for 28. Uh, any explanation, or is it just, you know, gameplay or, you know, a new offensive uh, scheme? I'm not exactly sure. I mean, it's not like uh, <laughs> he's not getting it, you know, uh, he's not getting a lot of targets. He's only got 44 on the year, so that's less no. than five targets a game. Uh, he's mm-hmm. very usually very touchdown dependent, and he's just not getting those looks at this point. You know, with the way Dylan is playing, he's getting so much work that way. Uh, it's mm-hmm. really hard to see what's going on there. But you know, I, I, I don't know. He, he's right now Kyle Rudolph over the last month has been a guy that really do, hasn't gotten you anything. Hasn't gotten you over eight fantasy points in PPR league. So it, right. it's very hard to trust him at this point. Um, you know, I think he's fourth on the team in red zone opportunities, which isn't great. You know, you got Thielen, Murray, and Diggs all ahead of him. Uh, so, mm-hmm. you know, when you're getting limited opportunities, when, you you know, you're a touchdown guy and you're getting limited opportunities at it, it really hurts to, to give up that fantasy value. Absolutely. So I know you, at least in one of your 173 leagues, you own Dalvin Cook. And uh, do you trust them going forward? I mean, you're right. They got oh, the bye coming up. Trust is a too. big word. Yeah. <laughs> trust is a big yeah. word. Um, I, hope is a better word. How's that? Um, I, That's I a good one. A That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I have him a ton. Uh, last week's game definitely gave me some hope. There's no mm-hmm. doubt about it. That gave me some hope. I, I liked what I saw with with the runs he had. It didn't look like he came up. You know, Gimpy at any point wasn't reaching for the hamstring at any point. All good signs. Uh, running hard. You know, cutting easily. Uh, I think that all points to very good things going forward. And you know, hopefully he can stay healthy for the rest of the year. But don't go mm-hmm. dropping Lat Murray just yet. Yeah, I was going to say that. You read my mind. I was going to say the exact same thing. So, <laughs> so uh, when I was looking at uh, you know Cousins as a QB ten, uh, I mean. I, I, Seeing Aaron Rodgers at QB 13 so far this season and Russell Wilson QB 15, these are typically, you know, top three quarterbacks taken. You know, it was Rodgers, Wilson, and Deshaun Watson. Any concern about Rodgers and Wilson? I know Rodgers has been uh, hurt a bit, and uh, Wilson is uh, also basically, you know, Doug Baldwin to start the season, hasn't been himself. Uh, Better things uh, ahead for Rodgers and Wilson? Uh, Roger, let's start Rogers. I I think so. Look, you know, two tough matchups in a row, Rams and Patriots, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. they're going to be tougher games. So you got to take what you got before that, you know, the two weeks before that he had the Lions and 49ers and had, you know, almost 900 yards of passing yardage and five touchdowns those two games so you know i'm not really throwing in the towel towel on him he's got the dolphins this week uh then the seahawks vikings cardinals all three tough games Uh, Mm um you know but then week 14 he's got the falcons then he's got the bears and the jets so he's got a tough schedule would i bet against him having a bad rest of the season absolutely not uh, Devontae Adams is playing very well. Um, Marquez Valdez-Scantling is really coming on. Equimenius uh, St. Brown is, you know, yeah. a decent third. Uh, Cobb beat up, not sure if he's even going to play again this week. So all of these guys involved, Jimmy Graham getting more involved. Uh, I I don't really have a lot of worries about uh, Aaron Rodgers going forward. Um, Russell Wilson, you know, he, he's been doing well for fantasy uh, but he's not doing a, a ton to, other than that. I mean, he's got, what, uh, 11 touchdowns in his last four games uh, to go with two interceptions. So he's playing well that way. He's just not putting up the ball enough. He, he's he's averaging right about 220 yards in those four games as well. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I wouldn't I, – I think on the season it's probably only about 240 yards. 
mm-hmm. so he's not putting up a lot of yardage. He needs those touchdowns. Luckily, he's getting them. Uh, but he he too has a, a you know pretty tough schedule ahead. He's got the Rams this week, Packers, Panthers, 49ers. Nice break. Oh, he got the 49ers twice. That's right. So that that should help a little bit. Uh, but the Vikings squeezed in, and then the Chiefs at the end. Uh, who are playing a little better at this point. So it, it's a, a tough road ahead for him. He needs to get Baldwin a little bit more healthy, uh, you yep. know, needs to get this running game, you know, have that continue to go. But as long as it does, he's not going to throw a lot, and he's going to be a risky fantasy owner, fantasy mm. player. There you go. Um, <laughs> that wasn't easy for uh, me to say for some reason. That's okay. We understood. We're on the same wavelength here. Uh, Broncos are also on a bye this week. Uh, Basically, uh, Casey, uh, Casey, Case Keenum, uh, QB 14 last season, QB 20 this season. Uh, Would you categorize him as a bust? Well, I don't know if it was a bust. I mean, I expected better from him than what we're seeing, but, you know, it was definitely a risk all the way around. The Mm. weapons he had last year, you know, just aren't really matched what he has this year. Uh, You know, Sanders is playing well, but you you get very slim very quick after that. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, in Minnesota, he had a lot more, you know, plays, you know, players around him that could give him good production. So, you know, I'm not really saying it's a bust, but definitely not what people, some people expect. A lot of people were off this guy right from the get-go, and I'd have to say they're closer to being right than wrong at this point. (laughs) If Chad Kelly hadn't hadn't gotten himself into trouble, he might be the starting quarterback by now. Mm -hmm. Yep, very true. Uh, Demarius Thomas traded off. Uh, Mayo Sanders, obviously the number one target, had a good has had a good season thus far. Uh, Cortland Sutton, what do we expect from him uh, going forward? Yeah, his first uh, game without Demarius Thomas, a uh, lot was expected of him, but pretty much did what he's been doing, uh, you know, previous. I mean, uh, three catches, fifty-seven yards, and five targets. Uh, previous week, he was three for three catches, seventy-eight yards. Uh, how much upside do you think that Cortland Sutton has this season, or maybe do we have to wait until next year to really see him uh, fully uh, fulfill his potential? Okay, well, I'm going to say it again. I've been saying it on the frenzy all week. I'm not the biggest Cortland Sutton guy. I, I was the one, you know, last Thursday and Fridays telling everybody, screaming at everybody to sell him before mm-hmm. the game started um, because his value would never be higher than it was at that point. Once they traded mm-hmm. Demarius Thomas, his value went through the roof. People were mm-hmm. you know, spending their entire fab budgets to get him, and that was just ridiculous. Uh, he, he's limited. He, he's a good you know, flash guy. He's going to give you some big plays here and there. But outside of that, he, he's got a lot of limits to his game. Uh, you know, not the greatest route runner, doesn't run a big route tree. Uh, you know, there's just things about him that don't scream. He's going to be, you know, that next big thing in, in the NFL. I mean, he could have some big games. Uh, you know, I, I equate it more to a, you know, maybe like, eh, hard to say Deshaun Jackson because he doesn't have that kind of speed. But that kind of where he's going to be a big play or die kind of guy and that's what I think we're going to see with him I don't know if he's ever going to be that steady every you know game receiver you can count on in, in mm-hmm. the NFL I think ultimately I think it's going to be Deshaun Hamilton that actually takes that spot away from him I just think he's more talented and brings more to the table Hmm, interesting there you go folks you get a, a sleeper name for you um, do you think that he could have an opportunity this season or is someone to look forward to uh, for the future well, I think you know he'd get he'll get some opportunity this year. I I don't know if it's going to be enough yet. I just don't know uh, with mm-hmm. the way Keenum is playing if they can go that far uh, into mm-hmm. their depth each and every week. So, it I I hope he does, but I'm not 100 percent sure. I can can't be sure at this point. They're going to give Sutton every chance because he mm-hmm. had such a good preseason and you know he's yeah. been on the field. But yeah, I just think Hamilton offers more. Uh, but then again, I, I thought the same thing of Mike Williams, and he's still getting outplayed by Tyrell Williams. Sometimes mm. these things just write themselves. Right, right, absolutely. Um, <laughs> we had talked a little about uh, Phil Lindsay and Royce Freeman uh, earlier. Lindsay, obviously a pleasant surprise, 5.4 yards per carry. Um, what about uh, tight end Jeff Hurman? Uh, last week, 10 catches. Uh, well, actually, 10 catches in week nine, yes. Uh, touchdowns in two straight. Uh, do you believe Do you believe in him? 
or maybe more of a streaming kind of guy going forward? Well, I don't. Yeah, I don't think he's anybody you can believe in at this point. Uh, look, may, mm-hmm. maybe the the trade opens up some space for him, and maybe he becomes a thing. But you you can't base that based on one game. Um, mm-hmm. You know, before this game, his biggest game was back in week four, four receptions for fifty seven yards. You know, mm-hmm. it, look, it, he's a he's a big boy. He's another you know tall, big stretch of a guy that you know can play that position six five uh definitely got the the size for it if it opened holes and they get him involved over the middle sure he could be a guy it's not that hard to be a top 12 tight end in this league all you got to do is yeah. score double digits each and every week yeah you know we saw last week he blew that away. very he weak position over 24 mm-hmm. points yeah absolutely a tough position to fill for all fantasy owners this year, that tight end position. Uh, when we come back, we're going to be talking uh, Ravens, who uh, enter the bye at 4-5. and five. And uh, we'll talk a little Joe Flacco. And Taz brought up a good point about RG3. We'll be back with more Weekend Fantasy Update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. I had my drumsticks in my hands. There you go. We're back on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Weekend Fantasy Update. I feel I should know this band. Who is it, uh, Jim? Say what? Jim, I said I feel I should know this. Hold hold on a second, Joe. I'm all of a sudden getting some crackling going on here. Give me a second. All right. All right. Well. Uh, maybe uh, Sean could tell us who was who was that that uh, brought us in that hard rock in. Uh... That was Judas Priest. That's what is I thought. It, yeah. Is that any better, Joe? Talk. To yeah, me. yeah, I hear you. Do you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Do good, I sound okay. any better? I don't to know you? what happened. Okay. Yeah, my box popped a little uh, bit. Something do I? Happened. He, do you hear me, Jim? Maybe. Maybe. Yes, I can hear you, Shoney. <laughs> I hear you, Jim. Maybe it was just a little. Uh, <laughs> too much uh, heavy metal uh, from Judas Priest. Uh, maybe it was a little bit too much air drums for me. I might have hit the cord. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, He's not just going uh, yeah, so, uh, to break the drums on his box, too. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. He's breaking something. He's breaking heads. He's cracking heads. Uh, Jim's taking no prisoners today. You're listening to Weekend Fantasy Update, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Obviously, I'm <laughs> the fantasy Taz, uh, Jim Day, and uh, uh, we have uh, producer extraordinaire, the fantasy prince, Sean Angle, with us as well. So, uh, Ravens going into their bye at four and five, and I have a prop bet for you regarding uh, the Ravens. And the question is, what will John Harbaugh, their head coach, be for game one of the 2019 regular season? And the odds are, will he be the head coach? Of the Ravens, that's minus 110. Head coach of any other team, that's plus 250. TV analyst, plus 700. Or none of the above, plus 270. Now, I, you know, I, I think he'll be back in, in Baltimore. I, I don't think they get rid of him. Uh, you know, I'm not really sure. Well, I, I shouldn't say. I, I mean, I wish this offense would get with the times and, and be a little bit more <laughs> opportunistic and, you know, mm-hmm. bring a little bit more to the table than the basic stuff they've been doing for most of the season. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, maybe the change of quarterback will bring that. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, Harbaugh is one of those guys I, I like as a coach, but sometimes he gets set in his ways and, and doesn't really seem to ever come out of that pit. Right. Do you feel like uh, that a coach 
at, at some point overstays their welcome. I mean, the guy's won a Super Bowl, so he, he has that in his back pocket. But, you know, the, you know, some coaches are successful, but there comes a time when maybe they they need to move on because maybe their message just gets old in the in the locker room and, and a change is needed. Like, you know, when Tom Coughlin well, I, left see, the, to the me, Giants. That, that's, and, part, that's part of the coaching. I mean, you, you can't allow it to stagnate like that. You you have to bring mm-hmm. in change. You, ha- you have to make changes uh, on, in all aspects of your game every once mm-hmm. in a while. Otherwise, you do. You become too predictable to everybody else as well. Um, mm-hmm. Not fun playing that way for the players. They want you know, use innovation. You you know, see these offenses going nuts this year. Those, those guys are having the time of their lives putting up fifty freaking points. That that's mm-hmm. what they want to play football. They want to score those big games. They don't they don't want to have these defensive matchups. So you got to get innovative. And the teams that aren't getting innovative are the teams that are getting left behind. Right, right. Well, I think the Ravens kind of have gone back in time because and what i mean is with their defense right all of a sudden their defense is is on fire again right and uh, giving up an average of uh just under 18 points per game that's the second lowest average in football uh you talked about their offense kind of doesn't excite me a bunch of basically i consider them maybe complimentary players you know like a you know i like john brown but you know he has his good weeks and his bad weeks michael crabtree you know he's a nice receiver but hey you know willie sneed alex collins and then they just traded for uh, ty montgomery i don't know how much you can expect out of him but i i and this goes back to earlier in the show when we talked about those those mid-tier teams in the nfc in terms of you know how far they could go in the playoffs and you mentioned that basically any team could get hot and, and go at four and five with this great defense how, how far do you think this defense could take them not far enough um <laughs> look you know we've seen and we've seen this continuously all year that great defenses get beat yeah, this is the year of the offense. Good point, man. Yeah, bring in the innovative offense, and the great defenses get beat. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Chicago's taking big beatdowns. Jacksonville's taking big beatdowns. You know, Minnesota's taking big beatdowns. So, you know, there's nothing that's foolproof anymore from a def- defensive side of the ball. It's really mm-hmm. like we've been talking about. The innovative offenses are getting ahead of the defenses at this point. So that really doesn't bother me so much. Yeah, and uh, we had talked, uh, alluded to earlier about uh, Joe Flacco dealing with a, a hip injury and his uh, week 11 uh, availability is in question. And so, like you said, a lot of people have been running to the waiver wire picking up Lamar Jackson, but it could be uh, RG3, Robert Griffin the uh, third. And, and when you looked at the uh, upcoming schedule, very quarterback friendly. <laughs> you got oh, yeah, absolutely. Bang- Great schedule ahead. Bang- for, yeah. No, no, yeah. No doubt about it. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I, and we, we know that, you know, both of these guys can throw the deep ball, so that should play into John Brown's hands. Uh, whichever mm-hmm. one is the one that gets the call, if they get the call. I mean, we still don't have confirmation that Flacco's even going to miss week 11. Right. Just right. looks just like he is from what point. we're hearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But the chances are. And look, it, this again could be a, you know, a perfect setup by Baltimore, you know, giving him a way to get out easy before they make the transition to the rookie. Who knows? Uh, you mm-hmm. know, maybe they pulled him aside and said, look, we need you to go down a little bit. Take a take one for the team so we don't have to bench you. Right, right, right. Yeah, so the Conspiracy next few games. theories abound. I love it, Jim. I love it. Keep them coming. <laughs> um, do you believe in uh, extraterrestrials that they live amongst us? Oh, absolutely. Come on. I, yeah. Are you kidding They're walking me? around with us, yeah? Yeah. I might even be uh, there. You yeah. never know. Well, have, you the, ever, have you hey, ever hey, seen wait, wait, Corey? Hey, hey, yeah. Uh, what about Sean? He, he's a, he's a little, you know. <laughs> if you're gonna say that about anybody, you got to go after his dad. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, so he yeah. said ball. <laughs> so yeah, just uh, before we move on, this is the upcoming schedule. Very quarterback friendly. Bengals, Raiders, Falcons, Chiefs. Bucks. Then championship week, uh, week week sixteen is the Chargers. So, uh, whoever is uh, behind center uh, has opportunity for some upside at quarterback for the Ravens. But we'll see. What do you expect from Tom Montgomery? Doesn't Anything? always meet opportunity. Doesn't always meet uh, expectations. Absolutely, that's the King's motto right there. <laughs> right. Absolutely, or, he says it every yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Yes. 
So what do you expect out of Ty Montgomery? Anything? This is or it's just basically, I, I'm really not. I mean. It's so, you know, outside of Collins, I think everything else is going to be total hit or miss. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, he brings a little bit to the table. Is it enough for him to, to see any kind of significant play numbers? I, I, I don't know. I, I just don't know. And, you know, unless they're going to bring him in and let him run out of the slot every once in a while, which could give him some value. Outside of mm-hmm. that, if they're just using him in the backfield, uh, I think him and Buck Allen hurt each other. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, and the uh, last team that we'll talk about uh, on a bye this week is the Texans. Uh, they were rolling off of a six-game win streak. Uh, they are 6-3. And, three, and uh, they actually, uh, shockingly, they lost to the Giants, man. <laughs> yeah, well, that was before they got rolling. Um, since then, yeah. uh, they've gotten themselves on track. And, you know, Watson it definitely looks like he's healthy again. And, you know, we mm-hmm. talked about yeah. a few weeks ago about, you know, him going into Denver, playing in that high altitude and having that lung injury. And that absolutely did not affect him that game, at least from what right. I saw. I never saw him reaching for oxygen, any of that, mm-hmm. which would have been a telltale sign that he was still yeah. hurting. So he's obviously getting over that. Uh, still taking a little too many hits that from that because of that offensive line and because of the way he runs. But uh, he's a strong kid. Hopefully he keeps it up. Playing good football right now. Hopkins playing good. You know, they did just get Demarius Thomas, which, you know, makes up for the loss of Will Fuller. And they should get mm-hmm. Kiki Kute back uh, after yes. the bye as well. So this this mm-hmm. offense is definitely on a positive trend at this point. Yep, yep. And uh, Deshaun Watson, QB8 so far. Uh, it took him a little bit of time to get warmed up, but uh, – Basically showing that he was not a flash in the pan. Uh, and I agree with you with the offense in terms of Hopkins obviously uh, quietly cemented himself as a wide receiver two overall, according to CBS Sports Fantasy. Uh, Demaryius Thomas, you're right, uh, filling in for Will Fuller. What about Lamar Miller and, and the running game? I mean, uh, he had had two straight 100-plus rushing games, TDs in two straight, and then uh, last week he was 12 for 21, 1.75 yards per carry uh, in that thin mountain air. Maybe maybe he was the one that was going to have the problems breathing out there. <laughs> yeah, really. It does affect some people more than others. Hey, look, there's no doubt about it. It does affect some people more than others. Uh, it mm-hmm. just does. And uh, and it is tough to play, believe me. Um, so, you know, I, I, Miller, you know, he's going to have these games occasionally where he puts up fantasy points, but they keep talking about Deontay Foreman being close to being back. Who knows mm-hmm. what that actually means? I don't believe You know, there was a lot of people <laughs> thinking he might be back uh, this week, and that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Now they weren't sure. Now they're saying, well, he's getting better. So th- there's no, no way of knowing what happens there. But as soon as he comes back, I think it does hurt Miller's value going forward. Yep, yep. All right. So uh, why don't we start breaking down some games, Jim? Sounds like a plan. All right. Well, why don't we start? Uh, we'll go to Chicago. You ready? Got your your, uh, your your plane ticket? We're going to Chicago where the Bears, uh, five and three Bears taking on the uh, three and five Lions. Uh, the spread is seven. Chicago is favored by seven. Over under is 44 in this game. Uh, Lions giving up the uh, 10th most points per game in the NFL. Uh, Matthew Stafford, man. Yeah, he was a guy that was considered like one of these bargain fantasy quarterbacks, you know, that you could take, you know, middle rounds like the the, the Phil Rivers. He ends up being a QB 18 uh, so far. And uh, I'm looking at last year was QB 7, QB 9 in 2015. Uh, You know, there's still a pass first team. What do you think is is going on with Stafford? Well, I did. It's actually because they haven't been a past first team. Uh, they, you know, mm-hmm. they were getting carry on Johnson going and giving him a lot more reps and, you know, getting that running game more established. And, you know, there were quite a few games in this realm where the Stafford's only throwing the ball in the 20s. And the one thing that always made Stafford, you know, a good viable fantasy quarterback was that he was throwing the ball 40, 50 times a game. Uh, and mm-hmm. when he does that, then he's going to put up good fantasy points most times. Uh, but, if he doesn't do that, then it's very hard. It's very hard to get a great fantasy game out of a quarterback that's going to throw the ball 25 times, may- maybe get you a little over 200 yards. Even if he gets you a couple of touchdowns, you're still clawing to trying to get to that 20-point 
you know, range, which is basically what you need to hit to be a top 12, maybe a little lower, but I, I look at that 20 point. That's what I'm looking at. And mm-hmm. when you look at that with Stafford, you're only looking at four weeks so far uh, out of eight games, four out of eight that he's hit that number. The other four times he's, you know, a couple times he's been just under it, which is close, uh, but it's not going to get it done. He, he's not having, you know, enough big games to offset those small games. And that's why you're seeing him so far down the list this year. Um, you know, Right now, they, they, they have a brutal schedule coming up. There's no doubt about it. they got some tough games, Bears, Panthers, Bears again, Rams, Cardinals, Bills, and Vikings. Uh, one of the toughest schedules going forward. So, again, this is one of the reasons I've been trying to tell people right now, you know, sell your Gallaudets, sell your Jones, see what you can get out of them, sell your carry-on Johnsons, see what you can get out of these guys going forward because right now you might be able to get the most that you're going to get all season and get yourself away from what looks to be a train wreck going down the second half of the season. That's good advice. It is odd because I I see what you're talking about with his numbers, but why I originally had said that they, you know, still a a pass-heavy team is because, you know, they're passing the ball same kind of percentage-wise. I guess maybe I have to take those numbers a little bit closer. Maybe uh, it was maybe one or two games where it was more heavy, uh, heavy use of passing plays, but it's still 63%. Which is odd. Right, and, but he, uh, had, he had bigger games. He had bigger yes. games yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. than he's having this year. So, you know, it yeah. all comes into play. Sure. A lot of that comes from changing up when when you're trying to establish the run. You take the ball out of quarterback's yeah. hands. Hard to get into that rhythm. And they've had mm-hmm. some tough games already. So, tough season sure. overall for them so far. Can they turn it yeah. around? Sure, they can turn around. Any NFL team can. Will they? I don't think so. Right. And uh, I think this is a week where you fade uh, the uh, Lions uh, running backs. Uh, carry on Johnson. Uh, Bears very tough. Still haven't allowed a rushing TD to a running back uh, so far this season. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. I'm, right now I'm fading pretty much all uh, Lions this week. I, I don't like them at all. Uh, I said yesterday uh, on the frenzy, I think Chicago is going to beat down Detroit in this one. It's not even going to be close. Yeah, and Safford sacked 10 times last week, hit 17 times, and uh, <laughs> the Bears get back Khalil Mack. So could yes, be another yeah, week. <laughs> well, here, we, we got a couple of prop bets in this game, so I'll give you one before sure. the break. Yeah, yeah, um, sure. Total passing yards, Matthew Stafford. Uh, they have him over under 263.5 passing yards. Um, I, I, to me, that, that sounds big. Uh, I just yes. don't know if he gets that against this Chicago team that, you know, just not allowing that kind of number. And with the way Stafford's been playing lately and with the addition of Khalil Mack back, uh, I just can't see him hitting that number. What what, do, what are your thoughts on it? Now, I'm with you. Uh, I think it's going to be tough for him to do. And, and we're going to take an average of what he's done so far this year. Let me see if it. Yeah, he's average. Well, He's at, I guess they, they took it because he's averaging 263.9. But against the Bears, yeah, I would definitely take the under. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, and these guys know what they're doing. They don't make these numbers easy. <laughs> right. They just don't get him out of the air, right? <laughs> yeah, no, they know what they're doing. They make it tough. And, and while that, the average is there, the last three mm-hmm. out of four last games, he hasn't been close. Right. Anybody that you would play out of this Lions group? Uh, you, do you like what uh, Riddick did last week with the eight targets and the seven catches? Or you know, is he, he like the saving the grace out of one. here? No, he, yeah, he might be the only player I would play in this one. Right. And what are we thinking in terms of uh, you think the Bears cover? Yeah, I think based on what you had said, yeah. I think uh, you, you would say they covered, right? And this is this is the only game on the schedule that really has any kind of weather issues. And that's only mm-hmm. going to be wind. There's a chance at the beginning of the game you have 15 mile an hour winds, which could be a problem. All right. Uh, when we come back, we'll continue to break down week 10 for you. Listening to Weekend Fantasy Update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. 